Hey guys, this is Thomas and this is episode 15 of the Nurse Money Talk podcast. Now, in episode 14, I went over just some things to think about when it comes to getting laid off as a nurse. And after that episode, one of the things I started thinking about was what about finding a job in a non-layoff situation? You're just wanting a different nursing job. Looking for a new job To me, it's like looking for a date. To me, it's not very pleasant. It's a little awkward. You're playing this back and forth dance of should I do this? Should I not do this? So let's talk about that a little bit in this episode. Before I get started, I do want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already subscribed, please give us a positive rating on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcasting platform you're using. And the episode show notes can be found by going to nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 15. That's nursemoneytalk.com slash podcast slash 15. Now let's get started. So when it comes to finding a nursing job, the first thing you really have to think about is what you want. What do you want? And it sounds weird when I say it like that, but I think this actually makes a huge difference. And I'll use the dating analogy again as probably as odd as I'm sure this is going to get as I move forward. But yeah, so what do you want in the job? Like in terms of hours, like what kind of hours are you looking for? Are you looking for OPT, part-time, full-time, per diem? Are you looking for eight-hour shifts, 12-hour shifts, 16-hour shifts? What about pay? What about nursing specialty as well? For example, in the ICU, wanting to stay in the ICU, or do you want to go to the ER or so forth? What about... Are you doing patient care? Do you want to remain in patient care? What if you want to do, do you want to do non-patient care? Do you want to do something administrative related, manager related, teaching related? And I think that's really a good place to start because if you don't really know what you want, it really does kind of make everything a lot more difficult than it really needs to be. You end up applying to jobs that you're not really going to be interested in getting because you want. 12-hour shifts, that job is only wanting eight-hour, you know, you're only going to be working eight-hour shifts or something like that. So that really does make a huge difference. After that, then I would look at figuring out what hospitals or companies you might be interested in working for. Because let's say you want to do ICU subspecialty or something like that. And maybe there's only one or two hospitals in your area that does that subspecialty. Or maybe there's only one or two hospitals that all the nurses really, really like and want to go work for because they're the ones that has the best coworkers or the best pay, or they're the ones where the managers treat their staff better or whatever the case is. And if you have an idea of what hospital system or what companies you want to work for, then I would actually starting to look for the actual job itself. Now, there's a couple different ways you can handle this. The one I would always start with is just asking around. So this could be friends, coworkers. If you are in a professional nursing organization, this could be that as well. 
I feel like this is overlooked a lot because even friends who aren't nurses might know or hear something that you don't know, maybe from like somebody who they know. And so that's not saying that you should be pestering everybody you know, like 24 seven for a job, but I'm just saying like in a casual conversation, I would bring it up. Oh yeah, I am probably just kind of putting my feelers out, just kind of looking for another job. And then that conversation can then progress. And then in the back of their minds, they know, oh, okay, my friend Susie's looking for a job. And so if something does come up, then at times that might actually be brought to your attention because they know about it. I've had plenty of situations where other people were the ones who actually brought to my attention a really great job opportunity. So I wouldn't discount that as well. Not to mention for hiring, people tend to trust the recommendation of other people they know. So just by that mutual acquaintance deal, you might actually get a little bit of a leg up that you otherwise wouldn't just by association. So something to keep in mind as well. Other thing to look at is um, updating a place like LinkedIn, like putting job application or not really a job application, but just filling out their forms and putting out that you're interested in new opportunities or whatever they call it. I have had some luck with recruiters actually contacting me through LinkedIn. Now, the other thing as well is doing general searches at job boards. You can actually go to our job board at nursemoneytalk.com forward slash jobs. And then you're just doing searches out for, you can narrow it down by state, city, and then go to town and putting out those filters to really get a very broad look at what's available in the job market. After that, you start looking for jobs, you start taking interest of what's available. I would then look at updating your resume, cover letter, and CV, and just really making sure that you're targeting to the specific hospital or position that you're applying for. So for example, if you're applying to a management position and then you're applying to a floor position, so those resumes, cover letter, CVs should be like tailored to each position that you're applying for. After that, you would be looking at then preparing for your nurse interview. I think a lot of people just go into this blindly, willy-nilly, and not really prepare for it. Like I really feel like some preparation really should go into this. I'm not saying you should be like anxiety-filled and, and all that, but I think you should at least give it some thought in terms of dealing, well, what are the common questions? that interviews are going to ask and how am I going to answer it? How am I going to dress? What do I need to bring? Do I have copies of everything that I need? And just preparing in advance because when you show up for that interview, it really will make a difference. It's going to show that, oh, this person came prepared, but this person did not. And we will have some helpful resources and articles we wrote that you can get by going to the show notes at nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 15. And then you can get to the show notes with all that resource. The next thing you want to look at is to follow up with everybody that you've had an interview with. When you follow up, you're going to reiterate your interest in the position, probably send like a quick email or note thanking them for him or her taking the time to interview you. You know, this is kind of important because people 
love gratitude being shown and people love being appreciated. So I think this does go a long way in terms of making sure that you're on the radar of those who are making the hiring decisions, especially in a good way. Oh, okay. This person's really interested in this job. They're following up. They sent this note. And every little mark in your favor goes a long way, especially if it's a very, very tough and competitive application pool, then you really want as many points in your corner as possible. The last thing is to accept or decline your job offers. You don't obviously have to accept every job that gets offered to you, but you do want to make sure that whatever jobs that you do turn down, that you're polite and gracious about it when you do turn it down. And for the jobs that you do accept, you also want to ideally look at negotiating if at all possible. One of the main things to really look at negotiating would be your pay. But of course, negotiating your pay would also involve you making sure that you've done, of course, your due diligence in terms of finding out what's the typical salary range for this position and for the position you're applying for, I should say, in your particular area. Made sure that you've done the legwork beforehand to make your professional history stand out to where then you could go in and negotiate and be like, oh, okay, well, this position normally gets this and this within this range. I think that I should, um, I want to counter with $5 more an hour or whatever the case is because I have these qualifications. Obviously, a lot more thought put into like your response, but definitely I would look at negotiating your pay and just worst case scenario, you get told, no, you're not going to get a pay bump. And then I have not heard a situation where somebody has had a job offer taken away from them because they've made a counter for um, a higher starting pay or salary or something like that. Obviously, don't be a jerk about it. But I think trying to state your um, cause, if you will, of why you deserve a higher pay good more likely than not would probably work to your benefit. So I think that's all I really have for this particular episode. Once again, you can find the show notes for this particular episode with all the helpful articles by going to nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 15. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in the next one.